I have been very, 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 I've been humble. Um, so for a very long time, I have been very egotistical, very very arrogant, right? Because I've been on self-improvement for over 150 days. And whilst I was in school, I realized, okay, I'm the only one really in self-improvement compared to any other person in my school. So that automatically makes me good. That automatic automatically means I'm doing the right thing, right? Now, I believe that I was doing nothing wrong. I truly believe that. I truly believe that I had perfect everything. I had the perfect attention span. I was perfect in basically almost all endeavors of my life. And I have been humble very, very, very badly for having this mindset. And I realized that is wrong, wrong, and more wrong. The reason for that is because, as I said, I finished school recently. And now I'm alone. There is nobody else to compare to. So what does that mean for me? What does that mean I have to do? That means the only other person to compare to is myself. And when I compare myself to myself in terms of who I am today, who I was yesterday and in the past and who I should be, I have not made any progress at all. Little to none. Because where I want to be, where I started, where I am now, there is no progress in terms of where I studied and where I am now. Little to none. And it, I'm really, wow. <laughs> Realizing this was humbly. Very, 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 very humbly. You realize that your perception of your growth has been so, so wrong because you believe you were doing so well. I was looking at it. From out or in? I don't know. It was like a weird thing. If you look at it closer or farther, it looks bigger. You know what I mean. I was looking at it from the wrong perception. And now that I'm alone, there is no friends to talk to because I boasted basically all of them. Except for, you know, really, really close friends who are like brothers. I have not done anything. And this experience... It hurt. It. I'll. It's. I'll be honest. Okay. I'm not gonna pretend like I am the perfect man. I don't have emotions because if I was the perfect man, I wouldn't be making this video. I wouldn't be talking about how I'm a failure because nobody is perfect. You can strive for perfect, but all you get is excellence. And wow. Okay. I need it. Oh. <laughs> As I was saying. Yeah, this hurt very bad. It actually tore me inside. Badly. And I'm recovering from it, right? This video is helping me. It's like my old But it, it really, really hurt to realize that like, you are more of a failure than you thought you were. Imagine that. Like, imagine having life tell you. You are more of a failure, more of a disappointment than you thought you were. That is scary. That hurts. But I realized this is probably the best thing that could happen to me. 
right? And <laughs> and now now I'm smiling. Wow, that was now I'm smiling because I'm imagining where I'm going to be once this summer is over. The fact that I realized, and this this goes into one of the chapters of the way the superior man. If you give me one second, I'll pull out the chapter right now. It, it's one of the earlier chapters, right? And, okay, 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 okay. Know your real edge and don't fake chapter four. I'll read it out. Mm. It is honorable for a man to admit his fears, resistance, and edge of practice. It is simply true that each man has his limit, his capacity for growth, and his destiny. But it is dishonorable for him to lie to himself or others about his real place. He shouldn't pretend he is more enlightened than he is, nor should he stop short of his actual edge. The more a man is playing his real edge, the more valuable he is as a good company for other men, the more he can be trusted to be authentic and fully present. Where a man's edge is located is less important than whether he is actually living his edge in truth rather than being lazy or deluded. So that's like the little caption before each chapter starts is like a it it um it's italicized it's like a little paragraph before each chapter and it basically it's like the main idea and then everything else is really like the details you need to understand but it really ties in perfectly i was faking my edge i i truly believe my edge was higher than it was but now that i've been humbled i'm living to my edge and what that means is that now I can actually grow. I was growing slower because I believe there was no room for growth. And now that I realize I'm pushed way far back, there is so much for me to learn. In that sentence alone, there is so much for me to learn is exciting. I, <laughs> as I'm speaking right now, I'll, I have like the brightest guinea smile on my face because I am excited to grow. The fact that I've been put lower and there's more room for me to achieve, I'm so excited for that. And, and I, I know I'm going to fail. There's going to be failures. But that that's good. Failures are good. Failures are part of the learning process. And i truly, truly, truly excited to just do it, you know? And I think this is a mindset everyone should have. You know, when you get pushed back, become excited because there is so much for you grow so much real for you to grow so much more for you to become as a person and as a man woman whoever you are right i speak to male audience of young men but this really applies to anyone when you get pushed to back that means there is more room for you to grow i need to start quoting myself <laughs> when you get pushed back there is more room for you to grow and i just realized this myself and it's made me so so happy Really, I truly feel happy knowing that I can become so much more, right? And obviously, I have to do the actions required to get there. But the fact that there is room for me to become the best version of myself, I am not perfect. The fact that I am not perfect makes me happy because I can strive to become perfect. Now, I won't achieve it. I'll achieve excellence, as I said before. That is part of the the way men, men, the superior, wow, <laughs> that is the way the superior man works, right? Because it's about the journey, not the destination, not the event. 
fall in love with the action and not the and not the result, right? And this an this is an example I used to give in uh Jack Denmos a lot, right? If you don't meet Kazakhstan, I'm off of Discord at that account. I'll be hundred percent honest with you. I said I was off Discord till September. I'm I'm on an alt account, but I'm not using it for the same reasons I was on my main account. What I'm doing for this one is because I have a business and Discord really helps move that business. All I do on that alt account is really manage cool projects that I'm working on. But other than that, I'm basically off of it. I'm off of it a lot. I'm on it a lot, but um that's all I'm doing. Alright, that's what I'm saying. Um <laughs> so it's about the journey that and this great example I have is imagine Two men are running a mile. One man simply, we'll call him John. John simply cares about finishing that mile. That's all he cares about. Every step he takes towards that mile, he hates. He'd rather be doing everything else. And that's perfectly the point. Because running a mile, whatever it is, it's, nothing is comfortable. And that's okay. Comfort is a man's killer. I'm not comfortable, but I'm comfortable. He only cares about reaching that mile. Now, man two. Simply because it works for my brand. We'll call it Ichigo. <laughs> so, <laughs> so, Ichigo, instead of trying to just achieve that one mile, because he's inevitably, that's what he wants to do. But instead of focusing on that, he focuses on loving the entire process of running. So, John focuses on the end of the string, Ichigo focus on, on everything on the end of the string, but mainly everything before it. And what will you, wow, what you'll see happen is that Ichigo, when he gets to the end of the string, he's going to keep on going. Simply because the middle, everything before the end was so pleasing and exhilarating and liberating and all the other things. <laughs> that she will make the string long. One mile? No, no, five. He ran five miles. The goal was one, but he ran five. Why did he do it? Because the journey was amazing. And John, he ran this mile, went home, and went back to the factory. Right? But this is what I'm saying. Love the journey and not the event. You will achieve more than you can ever perceive right because by the end of the day here is what goals are goals are your limiter no one has ever said this i've i have never heard this advice from anybody on youtube from from anyone i had to come to this conclusion myself so that is how you know I'm being 100% authentic with you. Because this is something I learned for myself. I'm using for myself every single day. Goals are your limit. Right? Because everyone says goals, 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 goals. Winners and losers have the same goals. That's from Atomic Habits. Winners and losers have the same goals. So then the question becomes, what differentiates a winner and a loser? One of them loves the journey. One of them loves the destination. The winner does more 
than the goal he set out for himself because he loves the journey. The loser only does up the goal. That's the difference between a winner, winner, quote unquote winner's goal and a quote unquote loser's goal. That's the difference, right? Goals are your limit. And I'm not saying I'm perfect at this because I'm really goal oriented. And to really shift from event oriented to journey oriented, it's going to take some time, some practice, some meditation, some journaling, right? I stumbled away from that, but I'm jumping back on it, right? And these videos are helping me be accountable because I cannot preach something that I do not practice. Practice what you preach, right? And so every time I tell you something, that must mean, okay, I'm, I either have to continue it or I have to get right back on it and continue to do it for a very long time. Because I don't want to say what I don't know. Because that that's that's scary, right? Really, goals are your limiter. And how this ties back to the summer vacation, which I forgot about. <laughs> but really... It ties back because I have goals for this summer. Now, what if? Just, just, just what if? I fall in love with chasing those goals instead of achieving those goals. What do you think will happen? What do I think will happen? I think that I will achieve more than I set out for myself. I do think that. I think that if I... And I'm being 100% honest with you because a bad habit that I have is when I'm journaling, I don't journal my thoughts. I journal as if I was writing a letter to my future self, and that does not seem to help. So right now, I'm being fully present and just speaking my raw thoughts, right? If I remove all the goals that I set out for myself, on, on my whiteboard, wherever, if I were to erase those goals, simply write, love the journey. I write tasks I need to do to achieve those goals, of course. But if I spend so much energy falling in love with doing those tasks, will I achieve more than I set out for myself? Yes. Will I feel a higher sense of of accomplishment. That's tricky. Because I feel lots of accomplishment when I achieve goals. But that feeling of accomplishment is only temporary. Because I want to go back on the grind. But I think that if I follow the journey. Instead of wow, instead of feeling. um, yeah, That's the first time I said album. <laughs> well. <laughs> instead of feeling. Just a pulse of happiness. I would feel. Insinuating happiness. I think it would be exponential growth. Not linear. Right? And so I think. That is infinitely better. Oh, I don't think. I know that's infinitely better. Being happy all the time. Rather than being happy once. Every so often. Right? That's infinitely better. So that's. Something that. I want to obtain. See that right there is a goal. I want to obtain that happiness. No, no, no. I want to fall in love with the process of obtaining that. Yeah. Because goals are tricky. They just, they come at you, right? You don't notice them. But that's part of the learning process, right? And so, 
I don't know when you're watching this. Hopefully, it's when you're in summertime. <laughs> if not, that's fine. I want you to, if you don't have any goals, I want you to get a piece of paper because it, it's 100% better if you write it down. Because, and I was going to make a separate video about this, but I think I'll dive into it here. Well, cannot trust. I, I'll dive into a separate video. <laughs> if I don't, I'm going to lose my train of thought on what purpose of this video is. But as I was saying, write down goals. Write it down is better because your brain will eventually rationalize as to why you shouldn't do what's required to achieve those goals. Write down your goals and then write down one task you can do every single day to achieve each one of your goals. And not some little petty tasks, tasks, tasks that'll get you petty results, you know, little results, little tasks, little results, none the 80-20, what task will give you the most result, the highest ROI, return on investment, right? That task is what you want to do. Now, erase your goals and bomb while in love with doing those hacks. And I'll be honest, I think part, a lot of me right now Telling me not to erase the goals I have written on my whiteboard. Every ounce of me. And I know that's not what I must do. Matter of fact, I'm... You see what I mean? Every part of me is saying, do not erase your goals. I think instead of erasing my goals, because I feel like I need it for a sense of direction. I feel like goals are more used as a sense of where you want to go. And the habits or the tasks you do with how to get there. Because 100% if I erase those, I'm going to forget my goals and I'll start rationalizing. And this might not be a problem for you. But I think, because I have a bunch of quotes or whatever, I think, I'll be honest, I'm not going to erase them. Because I'm a weak man. I am submitting to the part of me that feels uncomfortable. And I'm going back into comfort. This shows that nobody is perfect. Because I don't feel the need to erase it. Because even right now, I'm rationalizing the idea of falling in love with the journey. Simply because if I do not, I'll be in Yeah, I, I, I'm a failure. That's okay. Because I'll learn. But I will not erase my board. And it sucks because I know it is good. So good that I'm teaching it. But I cannot follow it. And that's something that I'm going to face a lot this year. I am going to teach things to which I cannot follow, though I know are good. And that's okay, because this summer is really a learning moment. I am in the moment of learning so many things by failing, because the way um, school was set up, 
I could not fail because of that. I did not have enough time to fail, but now I have all the time in the world. I'm experiencing failure left, right, center. And I'm learning from it. Learning lessons that I should have learned a while ago, but the school, way school is set up, I couldn't. I am learning things that make me feel different than I was while I was in school. I feel, I know I'm lesser than what I thought I was. But I feel more alive. I feel like I can achieve more. And that's ultimately the mindset I need to have. And I want you to have too. Even though you may not be able to do that one thing. If you learn from it. And you don't let yourself fall for it the next time. That's okay. And if you do happen to fall for it the next time. Don't fall for it that. But you ultimately have to learn. Because failure without learning. Is really just what a failure is. I don't believe failure, if you learn, is true failure. Because I think that's a win. There's a quote I made up, right? It's, I may have lost, but I learned. That's a win in my book. You don't learn from your failures. You are not winning anything. You are accepting loss. That's not okay. And that's why... I think meditation in general can help you really learn from your failures. Anyways, this is the longest video I have recorded. 21 minutes right now. Um, I really went off on a side tangent, but this summer has humbled me. By the end of the summer, I want to show you how much I've grown. I want to show you that the growth I was given, the space I was allowed to grow, I will utilize. I will grow. Thank you for watching. Become the antidote to chaos. Cheers.